This podcast contains gambling references. You know the score. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858 or your local state gambling helpline. Nine podcasts. This is the Top Blokes podcast for top sport. For top odds on all your sports and race betting, there's only one place to bet, and that's topsport.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Hello, everyone. Welcome along to the Top Blokes podcast for topsport.com.au with myself, Mark Levy, from Wide World of Sports Radio and the Continuous Call Team. And here he is, everyone's favourite, the wonder from down under, Mr. Entertainment, the big man, Daryl Bryman. Hello, Daryl. Levy, great to be here for another wonderful edition of the Top Blokes podcast, which I understand has now broken through the billion listener mark. The billion listener mark. So what you're telling me, Daryl, is we had the same amount of people listening to the Top Blokes podcast that were watching the Queen's funeral on Monday night, such as the enormity of the weekly podcast from two Top Blokes. Uh, Is that okay? I might drop maybe half a billion. I don't want to (laughs) go ahead of... The, the Queen's funeral because that's so important but mm. this is very important as well We're just lacking a bit of pomp and ceremony on this particular podcast. Yes, Daryl it's are. a really really exciting weekend ahead. AFL Grand Finals, Swans and Geelong and of course the two preliminary finals in the NRL. Bring it on baby! Yeah it's going to be great isn't it? I mean personally I prefer it when the AFL's on the Saturday and the NRL's on the Sunday. I love that weekend but for some reason that doesn't seem to happen anymore. You know, I'm happy for the AFL to be on the Saturday and and we've got, well, we've got a great game Friday, well, two great games, Friday night and then Saturday night. What a great day Saturday's going to be for the for the punters. You imagine, you know, maybe sitting at home watching the AFL Grand Final and getting out to to uh, to, to a core stadium to watch the, the Bunnies take on the Panthers. What a great game that's going to be. It's a great weekend. And if you're a sports fan, you make sure you continue to listen to, as it says above Levy's head, Top bloke podcast. Well, that's the thing. We've got our own studio now, Daryl. This is unbelievable. We've got our mm. own staff. The Buncher is in here looking yeah. after things for us. He needs a haircut, the Bunch, but he's going Bunch well. Um, and we've got our mm. own own studio. So it's no surprise, given we did attract an audience last week of half a billion people. I mean, it's about time the management of this organisation respected us and gave us a studio. Oh, I think given the fact we're attracting half a billion people on a weekly basis, probably a pay rise wouldn't hurt either, champion. <laughs> Small steps, Daryl, small steps. We'll take the studio. You want me to speak to Mike? Mike who? Sneezeby. The big boss. Yeah, he's my Sneezo. Now I've got to explain. The boss of the Nine Entertainment Company is Mike Sneezeby, very respectable uh, businessman and doing a great job. Mr Sneezeby, we salute you. Um, He's popped into our commentary box the last few weeks and uh, Daryl has made the point that, uh, well, Mr. Sneesby, I'm negotiating new contracts. Uh, and he's now taken it upon himself, Daryl, to start calling him Sneezo. To which I say, Daryl, you've got to respect the boss. You've got to call him Mike or Mr. Sneesby. He told me to call him Sneezo, mate. He instigated it, so... <laughs> Given you have now renegotiated your new deal uh, for the next couple of years, uh, what will you be adding to the Nine Entertainment Company? The response you gave to Mr. Sneesby a couple of weeks ago. Ratings. I won't be adding it. They're just there. Just they just follow me wherever I've been. I've I've rated sometimes not well, but since I've been at the continuous call team, they've rated well. I'm not taking full responsibility for that, of course, because I've had down times. Yes, yes, yes. It's true. I know it's hard to believe fans, but there's been times where fans haven't listened to me. But <laughs> they're in the dark past, champions. Thank you very much, Daryl. Humble as always. Uh, well, uh, we're into it. And, of course, uh, the AFL Grand Final comes up on Saturday. Gee, they do it well down there, Daryl, uh, in Melbourne. We are on air whilst uh, the AFL Grand Final is being played. But um, it's just a great day. It's 
fantastic, Levy. And I, I think it's it's an afternoon grand final this year, isn't it? I think last year, didn't they go to like a twilight one and see how that went? Because there's always debate about whether they should be having a nighttime grand final or or twilight or whatever. But I'm, you know, I'm a bit old school. I, I really like the fact that it's uh, an afternoon grand final. And I, I think they're going to be awfully hard to beat the favourites, aren't they, Geelong? Um, Sydney have done extraordinarily well to get there and their record against them is okay, I think. But uh, Geelong have won 15 in a row, so... I mentioned that Robbie Williams uh, is performing prior to the AFL Grand Final at the MCG and I floated on Ray's program, have we heard from the NRL yet on, on who's performing there? And somebody suggested maybe you singing simply the best in fishnet stockings. Would you do that for the right price? Uh, well, it depends on the money, mate. If I could get the money that Robbie Williams is getting, yes. Hey, I'll tell you one uh, thing about Robbie, that would be... he can put on a show. He can charge too, Levy, I would think. But uh, I agree, he's an outstanding talent and it's a great get from the uh, AFL. Hey, can I also, um, just before we launch into it, I was with you last Saturday at Allianz Stadium when the Rabbitohs beat your Sharkies by 20-plus to book themselves a spot in the preliminary final, something I exclusively revealed, to use one of yours, on the Continuous Call team and on the Top Blokes podcast. It wasn't mentioned by you, Daryl. You were filthy. Yeah, um, oh, mate, I think it's fair to say they were off the off the pace, the uh, Sharkies. They were most disappointing. I thought the Bunnies were good, but I think they can be better, to be honest with you. But the Latrell Mitchell, you know, the whole thing around him is massive. And so much depends on him, even though he, I thought he was great the other day, but I've read other people say, no, he was pretty average. But, gee, just his it, the aura about him is very difficult to contain. Um, he loves the big stage and he, and he always produces on it. So it's another big occasion for them on Saturday against the Panthers. We'll see how they go there, Jabber Jaws. Thank you very much. Let's launch into it. The Top Blokes podcast for topsport.com.au. Well, Daryl, before we launch into the footy, there is one story um, I wanted to ask you about, and um, there was a documentary on Mario Fennec on Channel 7 during the week, and you obviously spent some time with Mario, who's a, a league legend on the footy show over many years. Uh, what did you think about um, the story and the, and the battle that he's going through at the moment, Big Mark? Well, I, I must admit I didn't see the story, but I read a lot of stuff about it. Well, it has, is a battle for him, and it has been for a little while, Mark. I mean... I think everyone involved in the game who knew Mario knew there were a few problems a few years ago. In that situation, it's very difficult, I think. You don't know how to address it. I mean, he, he actually told me that he'd, he'd uh, uh, been diagnosed with, with dementia and that this was a long time ago and he was taking tablets for it. But, you know, clearly dementia is a, is a difficult situation. It's a difficult topic to talk about. Um, and, you know, I see Fatty addressed it the other day with regards to the accusations that he was mocked on the footy show I don't look mm. we all had the mickey taken out of us at various stages on that show but as Fatty said I think once they found out that he, he was unwell with regards to the dementia side of things that he, a, he wasn't on the show all that often and and when he was on I think he was treated with respect so um, you know people can pull out videos and whatever they like uh, but they could be from years and years ago I mean we all copped plenty on that show and you had to be you know, pretty broad-minded when you're on the show. I mean, Fatty copped it, I copped it. We all copped it. Bo, you know, Chief, Steele, everyone who's ever been on Hadley, everyone's copped a, a hammering on the show. But, you know, when they did find out that he was having a few problems, I think, A, he probably wasn't on the show as much as he once was, and B, um, everyone, you know, tried to, to drop off and 
try and treat it as respectfully as I possibly could. As I said, I didn't see the show. I, I don't know how how well he is, uh, but it's a it's a it's a really tough situation. And we, you know, I've got Roy Simmons getting us not in a similar boat. You know, he's probably in a in, in an earlier stage than what Mario is at the moment. But you know, it's 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 really difficult when you see your friends go through that. Yeah, well said, Daryl. And, and and the one thing, the one thing from this, and and I say it every time one of rugby league's own falls on tough times, we as a game always rally around them, and and we'll be doing that for Mario. And yeah. you know, there's a push for um, fundraisers and all that sort of thing. And whatever we can do, we will certainly do that for Mario Fennick, who is he's not only a great man, but he was a great footballer, and uh, he's much loved in rugby league circles, including by the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Daryl. And Mario was invited along to training the other day, where he was embraced by the Rabbitohs. So that just emphasises to me that what rugby league does when when people fall on tough times, we rally around them and we support them. Well, we do, Mark, and and he, he is a great man. I mean, and he was he was a great player. You know, he's been a fantastic uh, husband, father, the whole thing. He loves rugby league. He, he's he's as fit as he can possibly be. He's always been there. Like he would go to the gym. He would be there before it opened, waiting for it to open to go and do stuff. He told me that he's tried to keep himself as health, healthy as he possibly can, but unfortunately, you know, the dementia is now starting to play a, a part in a in a and a serious part in his life, which makes it very difficult for both him and his family. So, mate, the duels he had with Benny Elias were just legendary. I loved, you know, the fact that they they were at each other all the time. You know, I, th- I think deep down there is a respect between both of them for each other, but I think at times that was stretched, and, they, and they, I think there was plenty of times where they genuinely disliked each other. In saying that, it wasn't hard to dislike Benny on occasions, but, um, <laughs> you know, but, but Mario... You know, what he did on, on the football field as a person, on television, you know, and, and now fighting the fight of his life here is to be respected, no doubt. Well said, big man, well said. Now, I think we've got some audio here, do we, Mr Buncher, of um, the big man's fearless predictions. Um, oh, well, no. I, I haven't heard this yet, big man, so let's have a listen to your fearless predictions. Uh, here you are right now. Just write that down. Remember we heard it first here, that Parramatta will not be winning the comp. If they do, I'll be upset. Okay, I'm not going to do anything stupid, but I'm going to say they won't be winning the comp. To the producers, can we make sure we keep that audio on file, please, for uh, for the grand final if they do happen to win? Well, they won't uh, be big man will never live it down. <laughs> Couldn't you cut that last bit out, you imbos? You put your foot in it now, big man. No, I haven't. Not as yet. Two wins away from the premiership, Jabber Jaws. Yeah, well, dancing gums, put them on the line here. I've put mine on the line. They won't be winning the grand final. In fact, they won't even be making it. Remember where you heard it first. Keep that on file, please. We'll wait and see what happens there. We had a direct message from at Dan Green. At Dan underscore Green. I'm used to reading our emails and text messages. I'm not used to these Twitter handles and everything else. So thank you, Dan. Dan's question to you, Big Man, is in relation to the Dolphins. What year do the Dolphins first make the playoffs? I mean, you wouldn't think they'd do it early, but I, you know, I, I think next year. I don't think they'll come last next year. I think you'll be a little bit surprised how well they go, and I'm sure they'll be picking up the handy, odd handy player here and there over the next couple of months. And I think they'll have a, well, maybe an okay season, given 
you know, the situation that they're in. Mate, I, in the answer to his questions, I, question, I think they can make it in the first five years. I, I've, I've been saying all along, I think Queensland deserves, or Brisbane itself deserves a second team, and they're getting a second team. I think the Brisbane fans deserve a game every weekend at, you know, Suncorp or wherever they're going to play, at Dolphin Oval or whatever. Um, they deserve that, and I, I've got no doubt the NRL will help them as much as they possibly can, and Wayne Bennett's influence there will be massive, and I would expect them to make the playoffs in the first five years. All right, uh, that's a look at all of the news and your questions. You can get in touch uh, by doing it via the Top Blokes podcast. I don't even know how you do it, so you understand modern technology better than I do. Mm. If you want to send us a message, do it somehow. Top Blokes <laughs> podcast with Mark Levy and Daryl Bryman. Let's welcome in the boss of topsport.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding for the CEO of Top Sport, Mr Tristan Merlihan. Well, only two weeks left of the Top Blokes podcast. I'm even thinking maybe Tristy can put in a little bit more cash and we'll just go all the way through. Not that I'm giving uh, our sales team any more ideas. Tristan Merlihan, the boss at topsport.com.au. Hello, Tristy. G'day, boys. Yeah, no, it's uh, getting near the end of the season, so it is a little bit uh, sad that the show might be ending up for the for the season, but it's been a lot, a lot of fun, but we've got two big games of footy this weekend, so that's something to get excited about. I'm dealing with politicians this week, Tristan, on the Ray Hadley Morning Show. Daryl, we've been boned. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no surprise there, bro. <laughs> now it's been fun. Footy season was what we we're always doing, so hopefully uh, we've been able to tip the punters, uh, the top sport punters, into a few uh, winners throughout season 2022. And Tristan, we've got uh, rugby league, we've got AFL, we've got racing this weekend to look on. It's really, really exciting, and of course we're seeing all these great races as well. The uh, the Moyer Stakes at Mooney Valley, the Golden Rose, the Group mm-hmm. One at Rose Hill Garden. So racing really hotting up too, isn't it, mate? Oh, it is. And uh, yeah, there's some really good racing there on the weekend just gone too. Unfortunately, some wet tracks down there in Melbourne. So I'm just hoping we can get a couple of uh, dry Saturdays on the up because we've got some really good horses there. And as you say, there's some big racing this weekend, Friday, Saturday and Sunday this weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. And two big league games, the AFL Grand Final. It's a great time to be a a sports fan. Yeah, well said, well said. Well, uh, any betting odds mentioned in today's podcast are correct. A time of recording, 12.30pm, September 21, and subject to change. Let's kick it off with the Rugby League. Tristan, you can run us through the prices, and then Daryl will get your thoughts on that. And the AFL Grand Final as well. We start Friday night with the Cowboys taking on the Eels at Queensland Country Bank Stadium in Townsville. Yeah, this game should be an absolute beauty. The Cowboys obviously with a week off and Parramatta after their dominant display against the Raiders there last weekend. They obviously got beat f- first week, but against that Panthers side, it was still a pretty good effort. It's $1.70 the Cowboys, $2.18 the Eels and 2 and a half is the line. So really tight betting, 42 and a half the total points. Yeah, I've got no idea here. I really don't. I, I've, I've tipped the Cowboys because I said the Parramatta won't make the grand final, so I'm going to have to try and stick by that. I think the Cowboys can win. I think they'll be nicely rested. Uh, they've been in good form all year. The only thing that worries me was they, they did. They were probably a bit lucky to beat the uh, uh, the Sharks in the first week. They've had a week off, and you know we saw how the Sharks played last week. They were awful. I'm just hoping that the Cowboys can hit back, and I'm sure they will. It's given the fact they're playing in Townsville. Uh, they'll have a massive crowd there. The conditions probably be warm. Everything points to the Cowboys, but I, I, I'm worried about the, the Eels. They're playing good footy at the moment. They'll be competitive. This will be a good game of footy. I, I really don't know which way to go on it. I'm actually going to have a bet in it, but I'm going to pick a couple of anytime try scorers. I'm not going to go out on a limb and tip aside. If you want to tip, I'm going to tip the Cowboys, but I'm not confident. 
All right, we move to Saturday. 7.50 kickoff this time at Accor Stadium. Uh, we'll have them both covered on the continuous call team, Tristan. The Panthers taking on the Rabbitohs, and let's go, hope we go close to a crowd of in excess of 70,000 because I think this game deserves a huge crowd. Oh, absolutely. And Penrith are obviously very firm favourites at the $1.36 with the Bunnies at three twenty. But the interesting note is that the second favourite team to win the competition is the Bunnies at $5. So despite... One of these sides having to get eliminated. They're both sitting first and second in the premiership betting. It's $1.36 the Panthers, $3.20 the Rabbitohs, and 8.5 is the line. There's already been a little bit of support for the Rabbits plus the start. 185 the plus, 195 the minus, 41.5 the total points. I cannot wait for this game. Yeah, I think it'll be a beauty. I think Penrith win. I think they're the best side in the competition. The more I look at it, the more I'm wondering whether some of the Rabbitohs players might have, you know, run their race last week. They were good last week, but they weren't great. They, they made a lot of mistakes, and the Sharks were just poor. They were really poor. I think Penrith might beat them. I think Penrith might beat them quite easily. The thing that I've always been worried about is the lack of game time for the Panthers. Like, none of them played last round. They played a game, they had a week off, and now they're playing games. So this will be their second game in four weeks. That does concern me, but... In the modern game, it doesn't appear to concern anybody else who's involved with clubs or, or players or whatever. So they're probably right. I, I just don't think the the Bunnies' back line is strong enough. But you know what? Latrell Mitchell makes him strong. Jeez, he's a player. He's just got a presence about him. He worries defences. He worries everybody. Every time he gets the ball, he's a threat. And Penrith will need to devise a plan to, to get at him. I would think their kicking game will be better than he's probably copped in the last few weeks and he might have to do a bit of running or they won't kick to him. All right, that's a look at the two NRL games. You've got NRLW semi-finals as well. Uh, two games on Sunday at Con- uh, Suncorp Stadium. The Knights and the Dragons. Uh, good luck to Jamie Sauer, Tristan, the coach of the St. George Illawarra side. He looked a little bit cranky last weekend, Jamie. I think it's like when he was a player, Tristan. He doesn't handle the defeats too well. He's very, very competitive, as you well know. No, I certainly know that. And, uh, yeah, it's a big game for him this weekend. Obviously, the rematch. And, yeah, well, it was a little bit cranky, but I think rightfully so. He's very passionate about what he does. And, and I think uh, I think players and fans respect that. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully the girls can get a result there for uh, for our good friend and colleague. So, that's the uh, the two NRLW games, Knights-Dragons, followed by Roosters and Eels. We move to the AFL Grand Final, the Swans and Geelong at the MCG. What a thriller last Saturday at the SCG, the Sydney side getting up by a single point. They held on. Big man. So we'll get your tip for the AFL Grand Final in just a sec. But Tristy, what are the top sport punters doing on the AFL decider? So we've got a 500 markets up for the game. $1.51 the Cats, two sixty two the Swannies, and 12.5 is the line. Been one-way traffic for the Cats since we opened this market. So plenty of options there for the punters to uh, get involved with. Oh, mate, I'm not an expert, but I'd love to see the Swans win, being from, well, I'm from Queensland, but been lived in Sydney for a long time. Um, I've always thought that the, the Cats were chokers, but they haven't. They've won 15 in a row, I understand. I mean, that's a pretty good effort. The Swans have been, you know, when they needed to be good, they've been good, the Swans. I'd be tempted to back the Swans with the start in this game because I, I just think they will come out with all guns blazing the Swans and, you know, I reckon they will lead at some stage in the game, whether it's at the end of the day or not, I don't know, but I think they can certainly get within 12 and a half of uh, the Cats. So my tip for what it's worth is the Swans at the line and I'm also going to give you a tip for the Norm Smith medal because I am a genius at that. Isaac Heaney. A big, big odds champion. Isaac Heaney for the Norm Smith. Yeah. 
Well, you know why I'm doing this, Levy? Why? I'm doing it because I once wrote something on Twitter and he responded, so I like him. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, want to, if you want to win over the big man, you just respond to his uh, direct messages on Twitter. It wasn't a direct message. It was just a nice response from him, and it was positive and nice. If it was the other way around, he would have been blocked immediately. Maybe you can reply to a few people sending me messages, given my outlandish and outspoken comments covering everything else. <laughs> they get very, very nasty. Anyway, um, so that's a look at the AFL Grand Final. We move to racing, Tristan. We've got the Moya Stakes at Mooney Valley. Big one in Sydney on Saturday, the Golden Rose. Group one worth a million dollars. Gee, there's some nice racing to sink our teeth into too, Tristan. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the Golden Rose, it's changed... Um you know, like the mentality or the shape of the race has changed significantly over the last month. Best of Bordeaux, it was favourite about four weeks ago or it was equal favourite with uh, it being $2.20 in one of the races there a month ago. And if it won, it was going to firm right up, but unfortunately it got beat and it's out to $13. Golden Mile's been five fifty out to 6 but the firm favourite at the moment is number 16 in secret, $3 into $2.80. She's extreme and Fireburn, I think, are two very class runners in this race, $11 Fireburn and $9 She's Extreme. It looks an absolutely fantastic race. That's there on Saturday at Rose Hill. And then we go to the uh, the Moya, which is on Friday night, which just looks an absolute beauty. Generation, Rothfire, Ballinipatina, September Run and Isotope, uh, Cool and Gutter as well in there as well. So it's, it's a really, really good race. And then let, let's not forget on Sunday, we've also got a good card at Sandown where the Underwood Stakes take centre stage. The odds are just coming out for this now, but we've got some really good horses. Zaki, I'm Thunderstruck, Alligator Blood, Mr Brightside and Mawanga. So check it all out. Three high quality days of racing on our on our uh, horizon, which is going to be great. I'm just thinking out loud here, Tristan. How are you going to go on Saturday as a bookmaker when you're fielding on the races? You want to watch the AFL Grand Final um, and then obviously you're preparing for obviously the, the NRL preliminary final at night. You're going to be running around like a headless chook champion. We certainly will. There's uh, Luckily, we've got a few TVs here in the office, but certainly trying to organise and coordinate it all is always an interesting time of the year. This is the, the busiest time of the year, but the best time of the year as well. So looking forward to it, and we'll be uh, doing our best to try to keep up with the demand. What do you reckon, Daryl? Um, you're an ideas man. Do you think maybe mm. uh, a tub of beer for all of the top sport workers, some chips, some dip, some salsa, yeah. maybe, um, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on they should do on Saturday, given it's such a big day well, of racing in AFL? It is a big day, but I don't think you want them drinking while they're in the middle of uh, taking bets, etc., etc. Particularly the blokes. Oh, the hello! I'm trying to get us some better odds, Daryl. When we're betting with Top Sport, when the bookies are in there, going, "Oh, sorry, champion, it was a dollar twenty favourite. I got twelve bucks. You're guilty." <laughs> You're trying to promote an unhealthy workplace, you imbecile. I'm all about work. What's unhealthy about stuff. getting on the beers and having a bet? Well, because they, they get lose their mind, most of them. I'll, I'll tell you this, boys. So what we do do when we uh, when we have a, a big day of the racing, uh, races and, and, and footy like we got on Saturday, we have we have a group of about ten of us in here trading at night. So we've got through all the uh, the big races and we get mm-hmm. to the night footy, and, and we might have a couple of beers after the the day of racing. That that's normally how it unfolds, but. As you can imagine, trying to get 10 blokes to decide what they're all going to eat for dinner is a very, very difficult conveyance. So what we do, we pick out we pick out one of the races, maybe the Gardens Race 3, and we all put our selections in on one of the dogs. And whichever dog wins the race, that's the, uh, that's the option that we all get for dinner. It's the dinner dog race, and it uh, adds a lot of enjoyment because I love throwing a curveball in there. We've got 
a local Korean restaurant here, which I won't name any names, but it's about a one and a half out of uh, five stars. So I love just throwing that in there, particularly when I'm going for an early mark. So you're getting them crap Korean when you leave. Mate, I would think Chinese and pizza would be heavily favoured on most occasions. Would I be right there, champion? You are, you are. The Chinese and pizza is always up there. We've got a lovely Chinese banquet just down the road, so that always gets a good run. So uh, a couple of the boys are very fond of it and a couple aren't, so it always makes for an interesting race when that one lobs. <laughs> that's, you know what, well, that sounds like a great idea. We might have to invoke those same rules on the continuous call team when we're ordering dinner uh, or lunch on a Sunday. That'd be... There's more cheers for that race than there is for the Melbourne Cup, so uh, it, it gets a lot of excitement for the boys in the office. What about this for bad luck, Tristy? When we work on a Sunday in the interactive studio, we all have a turn of shouting, right? Whose do you think it was last week? It's our last day of working on a Sunday interact, interactive studio for the year. Whose turn was it? Mine! What do you mean? It, it's the whole cycle's finished, you gibberer. You were up. Uh, for, you were the last person to shout the lunch. We've all had a couple of turns and that was your go. Yeah, I want to, I want to go back on that and just check the video uh, as to who started stop and who sucking. You're on a highly paid contract here at 2GB. Suffering your jocks. My jocks suffer enough, you idiot. <laughs> I, you know what I got? I don't, can't remember what I get. We got snack packs, didn't we? Chips and uh, stuff like you get in uh, kebabs. That meat. Yeah. Snack packs. So stuff. you got chips, cheese on top of the che- on the chips, and then just mm. meat on top of that. That sounds and like sauce. a big man lunch to me. It was. I had every scrap of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's do our charity bet so Daryl can afford lunch this Sunday, even though he doesn't have to pay. Uh, we start off with uh, you, Daryl. Hundred dollar bet, a single bet. Uh, how are you doing it? Thanks to our mates at topsport.com.au. Okay, my hunji's going on the Panthers at the line. I think it's eight and a half. I think Tristan said before. Uh, that's my. Standout bet, best bet of the weekend. Now for my multi, I'm going to go big here. Because I haven't really got an opinion on the Cowboys and the Eels game, I'm going to go anytime, two anytime try scorers in that game. And I'm going to take King Gutho, who I do love, and also Val Holmes, who I also love. So that's my first bet in the first game. And I'm going to take that into the Panthers, same game multi. Panthers at the line and Jerome Luai, anytime try scorer. So... I've got three anytime try scorers in the Panthers at the line to fulfil my multi of the weekend. It's no Ooh. good, Daryl, and I'll tell you why. Because my Rabbitohs will be winning again. They've got Latrell Mitchell in the side. They didn't have him in the grand final last year, but he's back, baby, and he's playing mm. some good football. So I'm backing the uh, South Sydney, I was going to say Cronulla Sharks, Gornsky, the South Sydney Rabbitohs to beat the Panthers on Saturday night. What about you, boss, Tristan? I'm of a similar sort of opinion to the big man that I find this game between the Cowboys and the Eels. No, no pen dropping just yet because I'm not opposing your bunnies Mark, but uh, I do find the, the Cowboys-Eels quite hard to split. So as a result, I'm going to just take the $2.18 about Parramatta because I think it's virtually a 50-50 game. And if you can get two eighteen about a toss of the coin job, I think you should take that where you can. So with Big Barns Multi, it works out at $51. Jeez, yes. the Panthers minus yes. 8.5. I assume King Guffo and Valentine Holmes, who Big Man gave a nice little rap for, have replied to his Twitter tweets as well. Um, and Jerome Luai. So that works out at 100 at $51. And you've got 100 on the bunnies at 320 Mark. Yes. It might be a fat weekend if, uh, well, if a couple of them get up anyway. Yeah, very 5750 we got in the kitty as well. So it's ticking along very nicely. We're going to be rich. Well, it's going to be about 20000 soon. 
Well, in all seriousness, we've got to thank Tristan, Daryl, because obviously he's funding the podcast, the Top Blokes podcast, which I've got to say has been a hit. I had a look at some numbers during the week. We have just conquered the world with this podcast this year. But um, in all seriousness, though, Daryl, we've got to say thank you to Tristan because he's put up the money for our charity bets and we're raising money for an organisation that you're involved with as an ambassador, the Starlight Children's Foundation, and obviously one that we all support in the Men of League who do some great stuff for people in rugby league. So, Daryl, we uh, as a team... Salute Tristan Merlihan on the Top Blokes podcast. Thank you, Tristy. Uh, very, very happy and pl- proud to be involved, boys. It's been great to see that there's plenty of people listening. It's good to see that my mum's actually downloaded and listened to it a couple hundred times, so that ticks the number up uh, each week. So that, that's good to see, and I've been doing my best to keep my wife away from it, so that's that's always been another positive. But, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun, and uh, obviously raising plenty of cash along the way too really helps. You're a smart bloke keeping your wife away from this because both Levy and I are very, very H-O-T. <laughs> what? H-O-T. It's hot. OT. Yeah, it's a bit hot. hot in here. We're hot. <laughs> Look at our heads. They're disgraceful. <laughs> Daryl, please stop purring at the camera. Sorry. <laughs> That's off-putting. That is off-putting. <laughs> Tristan, on that note, we say farewell. Have a good weekend, mate. See you, guys. I'll get that image out of my head. Oh, dear, oh, dear. H-O-T, someone call in the fire brigade. We're off to a, a quick break. We'll come back and wrap it up here on the Top Blokes podcast. A reminder for all the top odds on your sports and race betting, there's one place to do it, topsport.com.au. Do it with that man, Tristan Merlihan. He'll look after you, and please gamble responsibly. Well, Daryl, it's been another fantastic podcast. You've lifted, my friend. You've tipped winner after winner after winner, I hope. Enjoy the footy over the weekend, and I will catch you on, what, Friday, the Interactive Studio, and then Saturday yes. out at a core stadium for the two preliminary finals. What a magnificent weekend we've got coming up, Levy, and even on Sunday. I'm looking forward to getting to Combank Stadium as well for a bit of footy out there. Good stuff. There he is, the big man, Daryl Broman. We'll be back with you right across the weekend on the continuous call team, 2GB, 4BC and network stations across Australia. Good luck to your teams if they're still alive in them for the race for the Premiership, and good luck to the Swans and Geelong battling it out for the AFL Trophy. We're back next week for more Top Blokes Podcast. You know the score. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858 or your local state gambling helpline.